0: Stephen Jill here. Hi. Welcome to The Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella.
1: And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California.
0: Today, Jill and I talk about the type of land that sells the fastest and slowest and medium and all other types of land where you can make hordes of money on it, it just might take a little bit longer. Exactly. Before we get into it though, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community, it's free.
1: Jeff asks, hi everyone. For those of you who have a transaction coordinator, I was wondering how much you pay them. Hourly, by the deal, etc., And are they in-house or virtual? Thanks.
0: Oh, I know, I put this wow. in there. Wow. Put this in there this here for you. Perfect. And I, I will preface the, this, uh, Jill's answer by saying this. If we had 10 transaction coordinators overnight, magical dust, and they were all good ones that we could work with and work together well with, we would overnight be doing 10 times the number of deals. Ding, ding. If you leverage that whole mail system from sending these blind offers to owners, we could times 10 that Mm -hmm. in a half hour. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As far as financing and funding deals, on the back end acquisitions, times 10 overnight with the Mm -hmm. people in our group and with the money... Pulling money from different places. Mm-hmm. The whole problem, the whole bottleneck has always been for me and always will be getting good people to do these deals.
1: So here's the thing uh, I, I have not and I would not do a virtual transaction coordinator. I have had the best luck having them in house and in an office, you know, around me too, by the way, especially while they're learning. So that was, that's my first thing. Um, I have tried in the past too, this is a really good question, very yeah. timely, because I'm hiring more right. right now. I've tested having a transaction coordinator and then boots on the ground, right, separately, um, where the transaction coordinator, Jeff's in our group. I'm sure I know, I think I know who this Jeff is. And then we have boots on the ground below them that are out there um, doing different parts of deals, like really for House Academy. But you could use a transaction corner for land or houses. It's great and should and should. So anyway, I I've tr- tested Jeff. I've tested let's see what the boots on the ground can do by their own, on their own, being their own transaction coordinator. Because every now and then there's a little bleed over as to who does what. So they, until they just figure out their roles and figure out how it works. But, so I thought, you know what, one time, I'm gonna try without a transaction coordinator, give the whole thing to the boots on the ground and see if they can do both. I found that that did not work. So I'm gonna save you. So yeah, and then yeah, and you can't have a transaction pointer in this city doing deals in two states over um, without a boots on the ground. Because there are talents, times the that they do need that physical presence. Again, so this is kind of physical presence more for houses than land um, is really what it is. And that's really where you have a boots on the ground. That's when you need it. But So my things are, um, I would hire in-house I would hire part-time, if that's all you have, starting um, with the hopes of going full-time. And like Steven just said, eventually you're gonna have four transaction coordinators because it's the greatest thing on the planet. Um, Salary-wise, I think that all varies based on the city that you're in and the knowledge that they bring to the table. I like them to have some kind of escrow, title, experience, understanding, um, yet, I don't want too much because I have to undo some of their thinking a little bit because the way we do land deals is different than what they're used to. They're used to a stack of forms and you go from a stack of forms like this to a stack of forms, like there's three pieces of paper. That's kind of it. Because remember, we have no agents, we have no lenders, and if it's a piece of land, there's no inspection even. It's just getting the deal done. That's, that's it. Um, and, and managing it with an escrow agent that's the whole thing too. I'm um, trying to think what else I have. I have so much to say about this because I'm in the middle of hiring right now too. I'm I'm literally reviewing resumes today. You know, Stephen's been doing a bunch and gave me his favorites, and now I'm taking it from there to hire another person. And here's I can, what I look for. I like the attitude. My last time was going to say attitude. There's so much. There's so much that I can teach them if they come with the right attitude, and that's I've found that in our staff as well. I need an underlying knowledge of some stuff, but you don't have to be a rock star. I can get you the rest of the way.
0: I would prefer 10 years of core escrow experience. And I don't mean escrow manager. Escrow managers walk around and look over escrow agents' shoulders, they don't do any work. Right. Real estate agents themselves apply for positions like this in droves because they're failing as real estate agents on full commission. And the the sound of making 30 to 50 to 60,000 bucks a year really sinks to them. And they suck. Yeah, they can't do a deal. They've never done a deal. Good advice. All they've done is push paper around, sign some stuff, and they've never. They, they never don't read know where them. the county is. They don't, they don't they read any contracts. contracts are, say. you know they look good. Uh, they dress well, but that doesn't get you. Does you, that doesn't line your bank account the way it should be lined? So if they don't have escrow experience, but they are a high volume broker assistant, we've had real good luck with that. They're a non-licensed agent, have no interest in being that. Right. But they're you know a a designated broker's assistant that they're just tired of that person's personality who isn't. Ask that guy's wife, he's tired she's tired of him too. So it has to be someone who's done a lot of deals. If I have also hired people in the past who say, if you ask this question can you do a deal from start to finish? Everyone says yes. Right. Oh, I've done 15 deals. I've done 50 deals. In our case, I've done 16,000, almost 16,000 deals together. We have. Here's what I'm really asking Have you sent the mailer out? Have you called and talked to the seller, negotiated the deal, processed all the paperwork, lined up a notary, or, or gone through title uh, and micro, micromanaged the title agent? all through its fruition. Right. Have you launched your own website? Have you done all, and, and now that number of everybody who says you think they do these deals because doing deals is sexy, right? right? No, it's not at all. It's, it's a tremendous amount of hard work.
1: That many people. And
0: tons huh. of phone time and yelling yeah. at people. That's what doing real estate deal is. Yeah. Very, very few people are qualified to do that. Right. There are some age um, uh, seasoned escrow people that are very good at it. Right. It's a hard position to fill.
1: It is. It's good.
0: And most of the good ones, they just want to do their own deals anyway. They just don't have the dough. So you got to fight that. Yeah. So I don't want to be negative, but mm-hmm. it's a tough position to fill. And once you get them, you got to keep them forever and yep. keep them happy. Exactly. How much should you pay them? it really just that all is a local, That's know, paying somebody in Los Angeles is totally different than paying somebody.
1: In Texas.
0: In Texas or Arizona, which yeah. is probably half. So um, I look to how many, what the numbers are on escrow agents so and just pay above that and you'll get somebody good thank you Today's topic land that sells the fastest this is the meat of the show
1: well I think I answered it yesterday <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> so we're down right
0: Land that sells yeah. the fastest is an incredibly inexpensive property that has fantastic access beautiful views
1: like some attribute
0: it's, uh, it's ridiculously cheap yep. but at the same time, more than you paid for it. Right. And it's large. Right. It's a hundred acres or so.
1: Right. You know what this is? The four A's. Exactly, we haven't talked about that in a long time. It's good to go back. Let's recap the four A's, shall we? (laughs) This is something that Stephen came up with a long time ago and it was way before Land Academy. This was just just what we should be looking for when we're buying property. Mm -hmm. It has to have, you know, the four A's. Um, hopefully all of them. If not, three good ones that make up for the one it doesn't have.
0: Acreage, more is better. Mm-hmm. Access, county roads the best. Mm-hmm. Affordability, the cheapest is the best. And an attribute like yep. close to the Grand Canyon, uh, lake. unbelievable. Yeah, close to a lake, views, beautiful views, heavily treed. treed.
1: You know, something awesome about it. Maybe a flat so you can really use it. That could be an attribute too, by the way.
0: But Mm -hmm. what really works at the end is if you buy property for less than half of its worth, wholesale, and you go to sell it, what I'm finding with our group, uh, more the further we get into Land Academy, is that they're innately becoming problem solvers about access and uh, any kind of title issues You know they're they're doing adverse possession foreclosure actions on their own from their kitchen table so (laughs) talk about a group of entrepreneurs i tell you so you need that's the way you get some just stupid cheap property we're doing an adverse adverse possession deal in arizona right now for 38 acres with the house on it for and the whole thing at the end is going to cost less than two grand that's what in most of its fees right so those types of deals are out there and we're you know. You can solve problems. You're gonna buy some unbelievable property.
1: Exactly.
0: But cheaper is better.
1: Things that don't sell the fast are if it doesn't have any access, you know, and and maybe there's deeded access but not physical access. That counts. They need to be able to get out there and see it. So you want you want both. Um, Really unique properties that it's very specific use and not a lot of buyers for it. Those are those are harder to move, you know. Too that's going to take a little time. So like you have the perfect infill lot and you bought it right and it's great, but there's a certain person that's going to put that kind of a house on that kind of a lot that is going to take a little bit of time. Um, some of these movie star ranches, you know, those those when you get to big acreage or big volume, the beauty is you do fewer deals a year and they yield much more money, slash however, they take a little bit longer. So one of the things I just love to do is having, I love having um, a variety of things going on at the same time. You know? Yeah, me and too. so I never think about that one like, oh, oh, great, that, that one's sold. I, gosh, I kind of forgot we had that. I'm watching these, so I love, that's great.
0: I mean, if you, sir, here's a, it's all part, all about price. If you have the cheapest property, if somebody's looking for a property in Mojave, Arizona, Mojave County, Arizona, and they go to the MLS and they look up land on realtor.com or Redfin, and you have the first property because it's the cheapest, or the same is true with LandWatch or Land and Farm, or any place else, gonna sell that property fast but it needs to be real and it, ne- it needs to be there needs to be no trickery about it access or any of that stuff or silly little fake listings that some people do you just have to be real about it i was just
1: gonna say a ver- kind of a version of that land that also sells the fastest is has good pictures maybe a video maybe a drone it's all spelled out in there and you're marketing it to the right people you have it on Facebook you have it on Instagram you have it on Craigslist you have it on you know maybe the MLS because maybe it qualifies for that amount uh, that makes a difference
0: selling property quickly has never ever been a challenge for us and I'm trying to think if there's anybody in our advanced group land group who has complained about that. And But we all have no. like one or two properties. I was like, wow, I wonder why that took
1: well, we all three why. weeks to
0: sell instead of three minutes.
1: Well, we all know why. We talk about this on our member calls. Everybody says that. I knew it when I bought it. I knew the access was gonna be an issue and that one took me 90 days. I was ready for it. Yeah. Every, every single one of us has gone, yeah, I knew why. And usually <laughs> it's that or they said, yeah, I know I overspent for that one. That's why. Yeah. That's what's taken so long. Okay, I'm gonna hang out with it. Stuff like that.
0: Well said. Mm-hmm. Hey, we know your time's valuable. Thanks for spending some of it with us today.
1: Join us next time next week for another interesting episode. And we promise we will answer some of your questions posted on our online community at landinvestors.com. It is free.
0: You are not alone in your real estate ambition.
1: It's Friday. By the way, I have to tell you, we are two shows away from show 1000. And I just wanna say- That's amazing. I know. Please listen next week. It's going to be amazing. I know we're doing some stuff. And by the way, too, there is a Offers to Owners deal coming soon. So if you're listening, you're sending out mail, we can help you with that. Check out offerstoowners.com um, and get our free ebook over at Land Academy, and you'll be in the loop uh, for the email that is coming out very soon with their special. Wherever you're watching, wherever you are listening, please subscribe and rate us there.
0: We we're are Stephen Jill. Jail
1: information and inspiration
0: to buy undervalued property.